What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B with three underscores on Instagram. Welcome back. If you're new here, hey. Um, if you're not new here, also, hey, I'm super excited for today's episode. We had a little bit of a, a detour, I'm not going to lie. I was planning on having Wyatt um, in this episode with me and just kind of chat, you know, a little, a little husband, wife, a little... Uh, ha ha ha. Um, but then I was prompted by my sunscreen and sarcasm account 2.0 baby. Um, we did never have I ever the other day. Um, I always do really fun, like Instagram stories on that account. And, um, so we did never have I ever, and within never have I ever, one of the prompts was never have I ever been walked in on. And yes, we're talking sexual experiences. With that being said, I got quite a few DMs of people like, oh my gosh, I have, but like, I have to tell you how. And from there, I was like, girl, girls, people, I need you to send this in to me via email. So that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be <laughs> talking about getting busted in on while getting busted in. Oh my God. Why do I want that on a shirt? kind of sounds hot. <laughs> um, anyways, that's what we're going to get into today. And I'm also going to share one of my stories too, because literally one of the most embarrassing moments of my life is exactly that getting walked in on. And yeah, so I'll, t I'll share my story too. Don't worry, but I'm really excited to share some of these. I mean, some of the, I've not read any of them, but some of the subject line, um, suck dick for the first time, got caught, walked in on, parents walk-in story, an illegal blowjob, walked in on by my mother-in-law, um, WrestleMania. Like I'm scared. Cooter in the common room was like my favorite one. Um, so we have quite a few stories to share. I'm pretty excited. Just a little funsies. Um, and you guys know, like I love talking about anything. And if something comes up, I detour the route. Okay. I pull a quick and we have fun. So not a lot of new news. Um, last week I did end up sharing, um, the baby's name. Did you, did you see it? Okay. Well, if you didn't, um, uh, the baby's name is Archie Quinn, Archie Quinn Piper. Um, we actually got the name Archie from my sister. Um, we, I really wanted, so his actual first name, his initial name was going to be Oliver, I think Oliver, Oliver Quinn. We wanted to call him Ollie. And then the other backup name was, shit, I don't even remember anymore because we just loved Archie, but Oliver Quinn and there was another one we kind of tossed back and forth. Wyatt did not like Oliver. I don't know why. Oliver Pfeiffer. I thought it sounded cute. Then one day my sister texts me and she goes, what about Archie? And I was like, oh my gosh, that that's like, I'm kind of into it. It's cute. Like I've known the name Archie, but I just can't say I ever explored it. Like, you know, it's, it's a little bit more unique and it goes with the name Maddox. I can't have a Maddox and then have a Joe. Do you know what I'm saying? I got to balance out the energy. Um, so Archie loved. And then Quinn comes from absolutely no one. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually love, first off, I love the name Quinn. 
I think it's super cool. I love that it's spelt with a Q. You usually don't see Qs a lot in names um, or like even words. You know, it's kind of just a hard letter to see out of the alphabet. Very uncommon, which hence my skincare line, right? Candor. I love a Q. We love a good Q. Um, so Quinn actually, though, came from the, the show You. This past season of You, which I mean, we've all watched You. I've watched all three seasons, but... I loved her name, Love Quinn, Love Quinn. And I was like, man, how can I use Quinn? Because obviously I found I was pregnant. And I was like, I just, I love that name on top of already did. But wow, it just, I love, it just sounds so strong, Love Quinn. And so um, I knew Quinn wanted to be the middle name to just add a little bit of flair. So um, thank you so much, Love Quinn, you crazy fucking bitch. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how we put his name together, Archie Quinn and then Pfeiffer. So I'm very excited. Um, It just fits so well, fits right into our family. And um, yeah, so everything has been going great. We had a great appointment on this past Friday, literally walked in, got an ultrasound, saw the baby, saw, got to see him in 4D again. He's so cute and then boom doctor comes in and is like hey um you're good see you later like it was the shortest appointment I've had and so it was it was a win um so we go to U of M on Thursday which again by the time you hear this you will not see it I'll put the link to the Instagram update or whatever I post in the show notes um but we're gonna go stay with my husband's friend like they're, they're my friends too but my husband played football with, um, this guy. So we're going to go spend the night at their house, have a little bit of, you know, catch up time, which I'm excited to like, just, you know, that works well and then go to our appointment and come back. Um, and then by the time you're listening to this tomorrow's Valentine's day, cute, make sure you send my merch to your lover, whoever that might be your family, get some new sincerely merch (laughs) and, um, celebrate Valentine's day, but Wyatt and I are actually going to go to Ruth Chris steakhouse. And, uh, so we'll have the nanny here. And so we'll be able to go out, go shopping a little bit, have some time to just be together. Um, and yeah, so everything's been going great. It's been so nice to have Wyatt home. Um, we're just really in a kind of like a schedule. Um, he's been doing his own, you know, self-employed entrepreneur thing. He's working on it. Um, it's very much a new part of our journey. Um, and as many of you know, I, I mean, he is making no money. (laughs) So if you guys have ever been in a position of being breadwinner, which I, I proudly already was, and he's very proud to say that about me. However, it's a different sort of experience when you step up to the plate because you want your spouse, significant other, whatever, to go for their dreams too. So it's been really scary. I'm not going to lie. Um, as much as I believe in Wyatt and I obviously love him, he's my husband. It's a different kind of responsibility to take on every single fucking bill, mortgage, car payments, insurance, on top of medical bills rolling in, on top of our deductible. I mean, it's it's a lot. Um, I'm not going to lie. So 
It's been pretty stressful knowing that this is only the first fucking two weeks of this and it is going to be probably years until he really starts to see income. Um, And, you know, we'll play that by ear, right? Things change, life changes, goals change, who knows. Um, But, you know, I'm proud of him and I think it's also a testimony to remember to go for your dreams and you'll figure it out. You know, it's not always going to be a a clear path. Um, But I think if you put your energy in also believing other people and lifting them up, um, it it makes you better too. So I'm learning to let go of my own reins. I'm learning to let go of my own plan. You know what I'm saying? And just kind of hang by the edge of my fucking seat and make it work. So um, that has been new for us to navigate Um, We've been trying to budget a little bit more, obviously, um, because we only have one source of income from me. Um, So it's it's just been a new type of experience. And if you guys are interested in hearing a little bit more about that, um, whether it's, you know, how does he feel with me being the breadwinner? It's just a different role. And I don't think that it's bad. We should be confident as women being the main source of income. But let's be honest, that's still not the way society views us, right? So um, I think it it could be interesting to hear from a man's perspective how he feels about that. Um, But if you guys are even interested just in a little pep talk or where do you start, you know, I would love to have a little episode on that and again, include Wyatt in on that. So that's kind of it for new stuff. Other than new merch, I mean, I already mentioned that, but um, I just, I really love it. I did add some new mugs. Um, They're so cute. They're like neon pink and like neon green. And they say sincerely all around, which I don't know about you guys, but I love, like, I love a good coffee mug. So I have an 11 ounce and a 15 ounce. Get the 15 ounce. Just spend the extra couple of dollars, get the 15 ounce. I'm telling you, Um, I've already spent um, way too much money on my own merch. Um, which I think I mentioned to you guys, I, I still have to like buy my own merch um, with the way the fulfillment works. So, however, I love it and I will buy everything. I will literally buy everything on my own. I am my biggest fan. <laughs> I I do not care. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Uh, oh yeah, I did our, also, I already said this on Instagram, but I have um, enrolled in a new certification course for pre and postnatal certification exercise specialist. Very excited. Obviously, I already have education in this. Obviously, I've already gone through this even myself. But to have a cert behind my name, um, as well as just take that time to take even more measures to continue to learn about how to do corrective exercises and more, you can always learn more. So I'm really excited about that. Lastly, I want to leave you with a recommendation for the week for my book club, Bitches. My big booty boot my big booty book club bitches. Let's get that on a fucking shirt. Um, I finished my book today called local woman missing girl. That book was fucked up the best kind of fucked up I've had. Um, I have read a few different psych thrillers now. I, that was, let's see, that was book. So I started reading January 15th. That was my first time I picked up a book again since like Junie B. Jones. (laughs) Oh, fuck Junie B. Jones. We all remember that. And um, so I just finished book 13 in what, basically three weeks, 
three weeks, 15 books. So, um, I'm very proud of myself. I'm actually trying to read 75 books this year. As of right now, I'm like way ahead of schedule. Um, let's see. I'm like, I think I'm four books ahead of schedule based on like how fast I should be reading. So I might up that up to like reading two books per week, which I think is pretty uh, capable for me. It just might change once I have the baby. So I don't want to like, you know, mess it up. However, um, it was the best book that I've read. Um, in terms of psych kind of thriller on the edge of your seat, don't want to put the book down. It was literally good cover to cover. So that is my recommendation for the week. Go out and buy Local Woman Missing um, or rent it. I actually got it from my library and like sent it to my Kindle. Um, so like free, free 99. I love that. Um, also, if you do have a Kindle, you can sync your household up to other people. Only one other person. But so like me and Michaela, we share a household like of books. Um, so you can also loan out your Kindle books, certain books you can loan to people through Kindle. So they can like borrow the book you bought from you. Um, so I think they then have it for like two weeks or something. Um, so anyways, that is definitely, um, just a reminder for any of you guys who have been reading. All right, let's get into the episode. I, I always feel so guilty having like a long intro or just like chatting with you guys. Like, I feel like most of you guys don't mind, but sometimes I get really insecure and I'm like, am I annoying? Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm. A little bit of coffee this morning. <sighs> Feeling good. Okay. So getting walked in on. I want to share, I'll, I'll go ahead and share these, a few stories first, and then I will share mine. Okay. Because honestly, mine might let you down compared to some of these and I'm okay with that. So like, let's, let's just see, let's start off right out of the gate. First one. So this is 2016 Thanksgiving going into 2017. I graduated high school in 2015 from a small town in Southeast Michigan and had a big friend group we all hung out with. A few of us have hooked up over the years, but nothing serious and everyone was very open about it. Well, <laughs> we were at my best friend's sister's house. Her sister and her sister's wife are nurses at the same hospital, so my BFF would watch their dogs when they both had the same long shift. So she had a group of us over to drink and hang out while we were home from college for Christmas break. There was a guy there I talked to, uh, there was a guy there I talked to a bit out of my freshman year of high school, but so, so a long time ago, but he had a girlfriend the past three years and they broke up going into college. So she's reuniting with this guy. The ex-girlfriend was in our friend group, but not my direct BFF or anything like that, just acquaintances and friends. So she's maybe not girl code. We're all drinking and decided we wanted to hook up in the spare bedroom. Hardly anyone noticed we snuck off since most of them were drinking in the kitchen and not paying attention. We didn't lock the door. And then we heard people saying, where are blank and blank at? My BFF and her 
other BFF open the door and start giggling, saying, oh my God, in embarrassment as the man is hitting me from behind. And they saw it all. They quickly shut the door to walk away and be like, guys, don't go in there. But the ex-girlfriend opens the door to see why they were giggling and running away. So she saw as well. There were no hard feelings from anyone, just big embarrassment having to see so many people like that, and especially his ex. Not only his ex, but like hitting it from the back is, you not only got pussy vision, you got anus vision, and that is hard. (laughs) So this is an interesting one. A couple years ago, I was so drunk. I was at a friend's house who had a huge picture window in their living room, and me and one of my other friends were in the living room. We decided it was a good idea to hook up on the couch with all the lights on while everyone was in the barn. Well, my best friend walks, walks us, walks in on us, right? As the guy is butt naked on top of me. We make eye contact through the window. She shakes her head and walks back to the barn. Drunk me was like, yeah, this isn't good. Anyways, he gets up, turns out the light and comes back. I look him dead in the eye and tell him this is not going to work for me. Got up, got dressed promptly, fell down the stairs, walking out of the house, then got roasted by my friends back in the barn. That is so embarrassing. It's the embarrassment of having to walk back out. That's the hardest part. Yo, oh God. So listen here, young virgin eyed me at the ripe age of 16. Walking into my parents' bedroom, bathroom, to find a Q-tip because your girl was out of her own. I go in the bathroom drawer and they're normally in there and my life suddenly stopped. My heart stopped and said, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's my mom's facial brush touches it it starts moving is this what I think it is no 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 my parent my parents are not freaks wait they wait they are free freaks drops it screams runs away I found a dildo vibrator 6,000 and get this shit out of pure panic I moved it to the side not thinking it was a dildo at the time I just thought it was a face cleaner brush and oh my god it started moving Freaked me the fuck out and reminded me to never, ever go through my parents' bedroom, bathroom ever again. Thanks. Bye. Sincerely, sincerely, your bitch. I would probably throw up. And you touched it. I hope they clean it. (laughs) When I was like 17 or 18, my boyfriend and I at the time were doing the nasty and my mom walked in on us. She literally saw me naked and said, well, better... Well, better for you than Dawson, boyfriend at the time. She left, so we continued to do it, and she opened the door again, thinking we were going to, you know, pack it up and be done. Nope. Needless to say, we gave up after that. Girl, why would you do it again? (laughs) That's some Regina George's mom energy. Is coming in and be like, okay, see you later, and like comes to check back in. We were freshmen in high school. My roommate, who was also my teammate, got home and super drunk. I didn't think she was going to come back so early, so I was literally on top of my boyfriend at the time. Ew. Anyways, she walks over. We both freak out and don't even move. She watched. We watched her walk out in the middle of the room, squat, and start peeing all over the floor. 
I wasn't even embarrassed, but was like, what the fuck? So does she know? <laughs> does she know that she's, that you guys were pound going to pound town? Here's my embarrassing sex story. In high school, when I was around 15 years old, I started hooking up with the next door neighbor boy. He was a year older than me and I thought he was really hot. He's Hispanic, had blue eyes, played soccer and hockey. Looking back on it, I was an idiot, but I guess you never forget your first. What a like movie scene, having like the neighbor boy next door, cute. When we were growing up, our bedroom windows faced each other. This is literally so picture perfect. And we used to climb in and out of them to sneak up or hook up in his room. One night we felt adventurous and met up around midnight. We started kissing and he said we should go back into the garage because it started to get cold and he didn't want to get caught outside. We went to the garage and got in the back seat of his dad's car. One thing led to another and he was going down on me when the lights came on. We panicked and he kicked me out of the rear pass kicked me out of the rear passenger door and I froze behind the back wheel and shut the door. He jumped out of the opposite door and there stood his mother. She started speaking to him in Spanish and asked him why he was up late and why he was in the garage at the hour. He said he couldn't sleep and felt like working out for a minute. There was a bench and a barbell with plates in the garage. Of course, she didn't believe him. So she asked who was here with you. He said, no one, mom. She said, who's in the car? He said, no one. She walked over anyway, opened the car door. My heart sank and I think I stopped breathing for what felt like a lifetime. She looked inside the car, but didn't see anything. So she closed the door and told him to go back to bed. When they left, he turned off the lights and shut the door. I waited a few minutes and no one came back. When I thought the coast was clear, I bolted back outside, avoided corners where the neighbors had motion lights, climbed back in my bedroom window, cleaned myself up. Needless to say, I never gave head or received head in the back of a car ever again. Sincerely, the girl who got caught with her pants down by the neighbor boy's mom. That is terrifying. Now, I will tell you a few of my stories. There was one time, first off, high school, guys, you got to go back to when you were not allowed to go anywhere. I don't know how it was in your household, but I can tell you for a fact, my mom did not allow me into rooms or anywhere by myself with boys. The only boy I ever had spend the night even was my gay friend in high school. So, I was not allowed to do that. Therefore, when we're thinking about going to Pound Town, we are talking about the back seat and front seat of cars. So there's a few different times that I almost got caught. First off, again, we're having sex everywhere, right? But there was this one spot where we would always go, me and my ex. And uh, the only reason Wyatt and I don't have stories like this are because we were old enough to like have our own apartments, right? So we're like dating this back to like late high school. Me and my ex would always park the car in the middle of this cul-de-sac at the subdivision. So it was like a subdivision that was not nearly like built out yet. So there was a ton of like empty space in yardage. So we were in the car going hard and a person comes into the cul-de-sac to, to, to do a UE. We're kind of parked, not in the middle of the cul-de-sac, but again, no one goes back there. So this car does a complete loop around my car to, you know, like turn around and looks into the car the whole time. I immediately duck to where they couldn't really see me. 
they could just see my ex in the back seat, quote, by himself sitting in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you know what's going on. So that was one story. That's not really hype, okay? But it's just one of those, you know, your heart is racing. And that is just, it's embarrassing. After that, we packed it up and left. The other time we were having sex, again, in the car, behind this old abandoned warehouse. Um, I don't even think anyone worked there anymore. It was just like, it was late at night. I mean, it had to have been like past 10. It's dark. And we're getting getting into it. And all of a sudden, the cops pull up. We immediately jump off of each other. I think I already had my shirt on still. So like, you know, like a just in case you kind of keep your shirt halfway on, just kind of feel the titties. You don't have to see them, you know? And, um, cops came up to the window. My boyfriend at the time jumps into the passenger seat. I'm still in the back seat. I couldn't even get my pants on. I ended up covering myself with my shirt long ways. Taps on the window with his flashlight. Flashes the light at me, flashes the light at him, asks him questions. I literally couldn't tell you what was even said. I was so fucking scared because my stepdad is a cop in the neighboring town. So I knew that this would spread. And if I were to get busted and for some reason have to do something at the police station, my stepdad would know, my mom would know, and I would get in huge fucking trouble. And we were both pretty big athletes as well. So I didn't know like, oh my God, will I get kicked off the volleyball team? Will will he get kicked off his team? Like what, what the fuck? So that was story number two. Again, not like super hype, but we all know the thrill of like, oh my God. Now the worst story for me was legitimately being walked in on, on. So I dated this guy in college And this was the first time he took me back to meet his parents at their house. At their house. So we show up. It's 4th of July weekend. He was already on in the red zone with me, like on a verge of a breakup. He was about three years older than me. Um, And he... It, it was weird. It was just weird. Let me leave it at that. He's about three years older than me, and he was making fun of my new tattoos, my finger tattoos. He thought that they were fake because I got them that weekend. And he was like, you're literally fucking dumb. So that was like the thing number one, right? It's like, mm, I don't know if I really like you anymore. Um, so we show up at the parents' house. Things start going good though. You know, 4th of July, they're big partiers. They're super fun people. It's 4th of July day and uh, we're getting star spangled hammered. Okay. We're fucking chugging moonshine, anything possible that can go into our body liquid to fuck us up. We were definitely drinking halfway through the party. Everyone's there. He takes me up to his old childhood bedroom and uh, wants to do it. Mind you, he literally would come just fingering me. Just want to let you guys know that. Okay, so this is not an enjoyable sexual experience. And I will say at the time, I did not know that that was like, not fun, right? Like you're just like, oh, okay. Like I had not, I I do have not had sex with a lot of people, period. I, I haven't. So 
at this time, especially he was like maybe the third person I'd ever had sex with. So I didn't really know what in my ex before that. So two out of three of my boyfriends who I had had sex with definitely had an erectile dysfunction disorder for sure. Definitely would come within fucking 20 seconds. Like it, I, but I didn't know any better. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, no shade, but also all shade. Fuck you both. So we go to try to have sex if you want to call it that. And, uh, he flips me over and starts fucking me doggy style and same situation his mom I mean his mom walks in (laughs) his mom fucking walks in and I just remember the door opening we're hammered my hair is everywhere he's literally pulling my hair like it's it's a intimate experience and at the time he was telling me mind you we are condom up okay I did not never not use a condom until Wyatt he literally at that time is saying I'm about to come I'm about to come I'm about to come as his mom has the door open I went so dry so fast. (laughs) The way that I remember looking back with my 4th of July fucking beads around my neck. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all you hear are the jingling of the beads getting just fucking pounded from the back. And his mom just goes, oh God. And throws her hands up, looks away struggles to then find the door while he's still thrusting like we're both looking at her it was like a few seconds but it feels like forever and he was still going butt ass naked butt to mom vagina anus to mom like I mean the perfect setup it it honestly ruined that position for me Literally just a moment of silence for that trauma, um, especially the literal aspect of I'm about to come, I'm about to come, I'm about to come. If this sounds like you, you may be entitled to a settlement. <laughs> okay, let's do a few more. Um, I, have, I have so many more, but let's click through a few of these. So embarrassing. Also, let me know if you guys can relate. Okay, so one time my boyfriend told me his parents were super cool with him having me stay the night and it wasn't a big deal. He was 18, so I figured they'd probably just let him do what he wanted. We make plans for me to stay with him, but we were hanging out with friends before. So we got to his house super late and everyone was asleep. We'd been hooking up all night, basically, and at one point decided shower sex was smart. So we're in the shower getting hot and heavy and his mom walks in. Oh. She can see me because the shower curtain was open like two inches. She started yelling, shuts the door, and we head to his bedroom. His dad comes in. It's a whole ass nightmare. His dad wants to talk to my parents, who, by the way, had no idea I was at the house. But it decides since it's 3 a.m., he's not waking anyone else up, so I can just stay. 
The next morning, my boyfriend and I wake up. We go downstairs. His mom looks at me like I'm the devil and won't speak to me. My boyfriend wants me to stay for breakfast. Talk about awkward. We broke up shortly after that. Signed, wet and embarrassed. I love the little the little change up here. We had a shower sex scene. All right, this one says, walked in on by my mother-in-law. Okay, so my now husband and I started dating when we were 17 or 18 years old. Therefore, we had to be sneaky about everything when it came to, fi- came to find finding the right spot to be intimate. The bench seat of his pickup truck often did the trick. One time when his dad was overseas, we took full advantage of utilizing the house as our spot. His mom and dad were divorced. Well, one night while we're there, we just started and I was on top on the couch. I stopped because I swore I heard something. He asked why I was stopping and I covered his mouth and said, listen more carefully. Then we hear the back door swing and his mom walks in. My husband's fight or flight instincts kick in and he absolutely yeeted me off of him. So I obviously grabbed the blanket to cover myself. We still are in fight or flight mode. He tried grabbing the blanket to cover himself instead. Obviously, I hung on onto it. So in a panic, he hopped into the swivel recliner that was in the living room and turned the tall back so it was facing his mom when she walked in. She walks in to see him peeking over the recliner and to me, obviously naked under a blanket on the couch of the other side of the room. Don't ask me why, but she still chose to walk over to my husband and go over to the chair. The fact that he was butt ass naked. She turns to me and says, I think you need to go and walks out. It was mortifying, but here we are 11 years later with two kids and still not speaking to her anyway. (laughs) Oh God, I wonder if it was that night. Was it just that night? It couldn't be. So like four years ago, my ex and I decided to have sex in the middle of the day while his dad was home from work. We were on the edge of the bed and he was pounding me. Normally as his parents would knock before they came in, but my dad swung the door open but his dad swung the door open so fast. My ex grabbed a blanket and put it over his dick, but me hanging wide open. His dad saw my full on vagina spread eagle. I was mortified because later that night we all went to dinner. And all I could think about was the fact that his father saw my whole vagina. The dude could have put the blanket over me instead. Yeah, spread eagle is just not happening. All right. Next up is finally the cooter in the common room. So my senior year of high school, I was at my boyfriend's house hanging out and we were both aware his parents were home, but clearly we didn't give a fuck. We were upstairs thinking we would be fine since we heard them, since we could hear them if they were coming upstairs. We're on the floor in the common room. Again, why we weren't in his bedroom, I do not fucking know. It was five feet away. I was laying on the floor and he was going down on me. Oh my God. When his dad walks upstairs and saw it all. No blanket or anything. Two months later, my parents found out we were having sex. I grew up super religious, so they weren't happy. Happy. They decided to have a group sit down with his parents to discuss the sins we committed. His dad sat there and he said he had no idea we were having sex and told my parents, he walked in on us. The hilarious things was that he was buying us condoms. I got grounded for three months after that. After he walked in on us too, my boyfriend went downstairs to talk to his parents who were yelling and screaming. I ended up sneaking out the back door and went home mortified. (laughs) I am so scared for these kids. 
I feel like this is my time to shine in the worst possible way. I was 17. My boyfriend was 19. We were watching movies in my room and my mom had gone to lay down in her bedroom. We had a cracked door policy when boyfriends were over, but obviously shut the door the second we could. We started to have sex immediately after the door shuts. I'm on top. He's telling me to shh. Then I bit into it. My mother knocks and gives no more than a second to leave before opening the door. Thank fucking God we kept a sheet over our lower halves. She asks why the door is shut. I breathlessly tell her I must have been, it must have been with the heat kicked on. We didn't even notice because we started wrestling. <laughs> Mind you, I'm still fucking straddling my guy and she just says, okay, I'm going to bed. Good night. Drive safe when you head out. I'm married to him now, but we still turn red whenever we bring up that story. We're wrestling. No. Oh my God. That's funny. Okay. This one's about sucking dick and getting caught. So this is, I feel like this is even more vulnerable. You have a literal dick shoved to the back of your throat and someone walks in. I need to know. My high school boyfriend and I hung out in the basement of his house. The couch was up against the stairs, so we could usually hear the door open and someone coming down in time for us to pause and cover up from whatever we're doing, usually just making out our hand stuff. Well, his grandma, mom's mom, just died and didn't take much um, for him to guilt 15-year-old me into sucking his dick for the first time. Wow. He used the fact that his grandma died to get his dick sucked. <laughs> That's genius. Neither of us were paying attention. It was only a few minutes before his dad was at the, oh my God, his dad. His dad was at the bottom of the stairs to see me ch choking on his son's cock. <laughs> we got the ahem cough and he asked us if we're ready to go to dinner. I was mortified sitting through dinner with my boyfriend and his grieving family. After that was the most uncomfortable night I'd had in my life up to that point. His mom was out of town making funeral arrangements when her siblings and as far as we knew, his dad never told her about it. Maybe his dad felt bad for him and it was okay his son was getting some. I felt like I was the biggest whore after that. And of course, embarrassment didn't stop us from continuing to do dumb shit from just another stupid, horny teenager. I just couldn't imagine being caught, especially by a, a dad choking on his son's penis. <laughs> okay, a few more. This is these are so terrible. <laughs> Call of booty. All right, Des, here it goes. So when I was like 19, my now husband and I, I love how everyone's married. This is this must be good karma except not for me. <laughs> my now husband and I were at Friendsgiving at our friend's house with like 30 people. At this point, he and I had been dating for four or five years. And during Friendsgiving, I whispered to him to meet me downstairs in five. That's cute. I snuck off to the basement of the house. This house doesn't have a bathroom on the main level floor, just one in the basement and one upstairs. So some people have to go to the basement for the bathroom. So it wouldn't be weird if I saw someone, if, so, if someone saw him going downstairs. 
Anyways, he comes downstairs. We go into this little carpeted room that has an Xbox TV and couch in it. It's kind of like a man cave in the house. But once we get in there, we realize the door doesn't have a lock. So to prevent anyone from walking in, we pushed the couch in front of the door the best we could and got down to business. A little bit later, we hear someone coming downstairs yelling my husband's name, and it's one of his best friends coming to find him for beer pong. His friend notices the door is shut and proceeds to open it in search for my husband. Well, the couch wasn't all the way blocking the door, and he was able to knock it down. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Able to open it up a little bit. My husband told him to stop, and he'd be up in a minute, but his friend immediately knew what was going on. So we hear him run upstairs laughing. We finish the deed before heading upstairs. We decide to try to be sneaky by going up at different times and playing it cool. I go first, but as soon as I get upstairs, everyone's smiling at me and his face gets super red. The guy walks in. Um, the guy who walked in on us says, must have been a good game of Call of Booty. Everyone starts teasing me in a friendly way, obviously. My husband comes up a minute later and everyone starts teasing him for trying to be sly. Now our friend group still teases us about playing Call of Booty. Sincerely, the Call of Booty hoe. I love that because you're like, you're 19. You've already been dating for four to five years, but I do not care. It is still so fucking embarrassing. I can't. Okay, here's a few more. So I wasn't physically caught, but I had a guy friend when I was 16 or 17 that I would hook up with. My mom calls me down after she leaves and my little brother, who's like 11 at the time, knew I was up to no good and was lying. I was the golden child. He snuck his iPod into my room before he let before he left to go to his neighbor, the neighbor kid's friend's house. My friend was over, quote friend, during the time. He got me getting banged via voice recording. He went up to her and said, oh, you think she likes the golden child? And literally played it for my mom to hear. I wanted to die. I feel like that's more embarrassing. Like your little brother at who's 11 playing you moaning or getting banged from whatever position? Immediately no. Immediately no. Okay. Last one. How I lost my virginity and got walked in on by my pops. Jesus Christ. Bruh. A straight up core memory. At the time, my sister and I shared a room with bunk beds, but she got out of school an hour later, so we thought we had the house to ourselves. My my boyfriend at the time and I were both virgins and were getting hot and heavy from the bottom bunk. (laughs) Ha ha. The first thing happens is the bro couldn't find my vagina. At one point, I let him know the computer was right outside my room if he needed to map quest it. Circa 2006, LMAO. I got up on top and just did the damn thing, then it happened. My grandparents always came into town to fill jugs of water at our house for their drinking water. And right in the middle of our first session, Pops walks in the house. He saw my bedroom door was closed and came knocking. I pulled my big ass comforter over my boyfriend just before my pop cracked the door and pretended I was taking a nap. He bought it and proceeded to stand in the doorway and talk to me for a few minutes. Nothing like your grandfather unknowingly cock-blocking your first time. Sincerely, a real rough writer. <laughs> now that, now that, now that, now that, now that is fucking sad. <laughs> All right. Um. Anyways, 
I hope that you guys are having a great start to your week. Happy Sunday. What a fun little segment, you know, just hearing some stories, laughing. Um, I do have still quite a few, so maybe I'll throw them into a future episode just to share. Um, but thank you guys for always submitting your stories and trusting me with them. I can tell you from the bottom of my heart that they make me laugh and truly make my day when I get to giggle with you guys and also just kind of remember those simple times that we also thought were so complex as kids um just being fucking stupid so anyways i hope you guys have a fantastic week um thank you so much for supporting me as always everything is in the show notes description box link in bio whatever i fucking call it um you can find everything there new merch fitness plans the new challenge april 3rd and anything else coming up. So I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Love you. And I'll see you next week.